We thank God for another day. If you haven't thanked him for another day, you 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 got off on the wrong foot. If you got some time to get on that right foot right now and just count your blessings and tell God thank you for that last thank breath you, you took, that last blink you, you did. Thank you. Thank you. What a blessing. You 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 made it to Thursday. Amen. Uh, uh, and today wasn't promised, amen. But we thank God for his goodness and his mercy and his kindness, and thank God for his grace race and thank yeah. God for how good he's been to you even even if this week you ain't been that good to yourself God has been good to you amen so we we thank God for his prayer answering and and we just and we just thank God for bringing us on here again because this like I said this this week's Bible study wasn't promised but God saw fit so um, somebody gave us some some tough some tough questions some homework this week mm. Where he at? He on the phone? Oh, yeah, oh, 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 yes, oh here he is. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. Doing? Yes. We hey, my brother, we appreciate you. You we appreciate you taking some time out and giving us some stuff to study. Amen. So so uh, the Bible tells us to study to show ourselves approved. So God's mm-hmm. people, we gonna see, we gonna see who 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 studied this week, hey, amen. We're gonna go ahead and get we're gonna get right into it. We 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 thank you, sir. Uh Alana, go go ahead and go ahead and read the first question. Let me get to it. Hold on, I'm going through my notes. I gotta find it. Y'all, y'all, y'all have y'all notes ready. These, these, these is, are some tough ones. So it it was what is the biblical name of Esther? And that means secret slash hidden. Secret slash hidden. Okay, so who uh now does does anybody know who Esther is? Was Sister Pat, I know you on here. No, I don't think she is. No, Sister Pat, Somebody is. Yes. I think she might have it on mute. Oh, no. Okay. Um, I think oh. that's. Or is that Myesha? Yeah, that's Myesha number. That's yeah. Myesha. Uh oh. We gotta check. We gotta check on Sister Pat. Who 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 is um who is Esther? Esther is, is one of the uh, uh, a few. Um, well, it's only two. There's she's the uh, only other woman who has a, a biblical title in the Bible. But 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 who is she? Do anyone know her story? We know her name means secret and hidden. But there's a there's a reason for that. Do anyone know why? They're gone. They're gone. Okay. It emphasizes the power of God instructing us that we should use the blessings given by God to help us. Amen. Amen. The story teaches us. That's what the story. Okay, they're gonna play hard to get today. That's all right. I'm. I'm a. We gonna get. We gonna get on Uh, y'all. Her name means secret or hidden. 
um, is actually a star. It means according right. to the Hebrew Bible. And, mm-hmm. and so uh, uh, Queen Esther name uh, uh, was born, uh, her real name was born, uh, was uh, Haddish. And her name was changed to hide her identity on becoming the queen of Persia. So she mm-hmm. was of the tribe of Benjamin and she lived during the time of Israel. And eventually, again, she became the king who saved uh, her entire people. And so what Esther reminds us, when I'm not going to go into the story deep, 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 <laughs> is that nothing is impossible for God. That's what the story reminds us, that God can do all things, that when you forget who got the power, uh, uh, God mm-hmm. reminds you that he got the power. When you realize that you got limitations, when you realize there's things that you can't do with on your own, uh, uh, God reminds you that he can do the impossible. And that's what the story of, of, of Esther teaches us. And so uh, 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 what I thought was also cool is Esther is the only book in the Bible that doesn't mention the name of God. Hmm. But yet his presence was all through the Bible. And so the main thing in the book of Esther is that God is working behind the scenes. So right now, you may not feel the presence of God. You may not hear the name of God. You may not see the presence of God. But God is working behind the scenes in your situation right now. He is working. While you on this phone, while you going through this Bible study lesson, God is working on your children, working on your marriage, working on your health, working on your finances. He's behind the scenes. working it out. That's what this story tells us, that God is behind the scenes and he's working. And so Esther's story represents the providence of God. So though, again, he's never mentioned in this story by name, his presence is in the story. And that's a blessing for us. Church people always want, oh, well, I don't feel the presence of God. I, I, uh, uh, what's what, what's our, our, our number one thing? When we pray, what's the number one thing you say when you pray? God, I didn't hear God respond back to me. Ain't that the number one thing? Yes, it is. You always say that. I, I, I pray for this and God. But see, what, what Esther teaches us is whether you hear God answer you back or not, God is still working in your favor. Whether you feel the presence of God or not. He's still working behind the scene, blessing you. He's still working on behind the scene to deliver you, to heal you, to elevate you, to make it right. Oh, she getting on? Okay, we, 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 we waiting on you, Sister Pat. So that's what the story of Esther is about, that God is behind the scene. And so that's why God's name is not mentioned in that book because it's not mentioned to teach us that whether his name is mentioned in the book or not, he's still working. He's still God. He's still got the power. He's still in control. And so God, uh, 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 God bless Esther as to make her queen. And as the queen, she was able to bless and deliver the people of Israel. 
He was working behind the scenes. God was working. So right now, whatever it is that you're struggling with, whatever it is you're trying to figure it out, whatever it is you're dealing with, just know that God is working behind the scenes. You can go ahead. You can you can go ahead and kick your feet up on the table because God is working. Amen. God is working. Yeah, you you know. Go ahead. Set set sit down. You 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 didn't overwhelm yourself. You didn't stress yourself. You didn't frustrate yourself. You didn't upset yourself. Sit down because God is working behind the scenes. Amen. Amen. I don't got I, I don't got to figure it. No, you don't got to figure it out. I don't got to work it out. No, you don't got to work it out because God is working. No, but, but well, but but I don't see it. He he, he didn't say anything. I, I don't feel anything. But that don't mean he ain't working. He working because he is God. Right. Amen. And you know he's working cuz how many times have God blessed you when you weren't even expecting to be blessed? A whole Amen. bunch. A whole bunch. You weren't expecting that check in the mail. You weren't expecting to get that job phone call. You weren't expecting this or that, but it came out. You didn't even pray for it, but here it comes because God is working. And so when we know that God is working behind the scenes, that should give you peace. That should give you joy and that should increase your faith. So you can stop biting your nails. You can put that cigarette on the ground. No need to stress because God is working. He got you. You good to go. Now, our next question, I want to see who this, 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 we did this last week is who, who were the, who were the major prophets and who were the minor prophets? Somebody, anybody. Isaiah, um, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel, and Daniel were the Amen. major prophets. Uh -huh. uh, minor was Naaman, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Hagar, Zechariah, and Malachi. There was more, but this, I just found something that says six minor. Okay. 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 So, do, does anybody do anybody know who Isaiah is? Do we? Does anybody have a, a fact about Isaiah or Jeremiah or something? Something that we may have not known about Isaiah or Jeremiah or or Ezekiel or Daniel? Yeah. Um. Isaiah. He was the um first major prophet to be featured in the Bible and um, they called him the prince of the prophets. And, um, and Isaiah 1 and 1 explains that the prophet Isaiah received his revelations from God in a vision. And one way that the prophets can receive, the, that was one of the ways that the prophets received messages from God. Amen, Sister Comac. That is that is one of the ways that Amen. yes, yes, and he is he is he 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 was known as the first major prophet. Uh, what about Jeremiah? Jeremiah has always been my favorite. Um, they all <laughs> are, but because he's he's known as the weeping prophet. 
Mm-hmm. And he, he scored the people for their idolatry and child sacrifice sacrifices, yet he prayed for them when God said not to pray for him. He kept on Come praying on. for us. Amen. Amen. Yes, Amen. Amen. Yes, he did. Yes, yes, he did. He was the weeping prophet. Sure. Do y'all know why he was crying? <laughs> he was crying because he said, I can't get these suckers to change. They won't change. He was crying because he said, y'all on y'all way to destruction. Y'all on y'all way to hell. Change. Mm-hmm. Just like mama cries when she see her children on a path of destruction. He was the, that's why they called him the weak. He wasn't crying just because he stubbed his toe. He was crying for his love of of, of humanity. See, sometimes as, as people of God, uh, when you see somebody on a path of destruction, that should make you weep. Sometimes we get too damn comfortable when we see people on the way to hell. We, ah, oh, whatever, that's there for. No, if you're a true man and woman of God, that should bother you every once in a while when you see somebody on a path of destruction. Right. In darkness. That's that's one problem with the church. The church, they have gotten so arrogant. They see people. The church can have crackheads right in front of the church, and they won't even invite them in because they ain't worried about it. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that's their decision. Uh, that's, that's not my problem. No, if, as a person of God, you know, you might not be able to. You're not gonna save no souls, and you can't change people's. Uh, 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 what people want to do, but it should, it still should bother you a little bit when you see people in darkness, because remember you are in darkness too. Come on now. Amen. But God, so yeah, he, he was crying because he said, God, they won't, I, he knew God was getting ready to destroy them. And he said, they won't change. And it hurt him. Uh, what's my brother's name? Ezekiel. What do we know about Ezekiel? Let's see. He is considered to be one of the main prophets. And um, he received... Um, teaching from God through a vision as well, mm-hmm. like Isaiah did. And um, and he was instructed by God to warn the people that um, their behavior um, was gonna um, cause problems as well, because they wasn't acting right either. Let's see. Mr. Colbert oh, got it. He got yeah. it. She yeah. got it. Yes. Okay. He, right. she yeah. was, she was, she, he, he, he was instructed by God to tell the people mm-hmm. of Judah that Jerusalem was going to fall because right. of their behavior. Mm-hmm. See, so what, what, what we have to learn through these prophets is, and, and, and when you look in the mirror tonight, recognize that before God kick your behind, he always gives you a warning. Mm. Right. Jesus. Right. Always give you a warning. Always. Before you went into that crack house, God gave you a warning. Before you laid with that man that God gave you a warning. Jesus. 
before you went to go steal, before you went to go lie and manipulate. See that? See, that's why I love God. God ain't going to just put a whooping on you without letting you know the belt is coming first. I'm going to spank Amen. you if you do this. I'm going to tear that up if you do this. Don't do this. See, he always, always gives you a chance to choose the red pill or the blue pill. And he tells okay. you the consequences of either one. Mm-mm-mm. See, so we can't don't don't we can't get upset when we do things and they don't work out in our favor. No, because God has given you a, a warning. He, he he's given you the, the list of consequences if you do this or that. That's why that's why when you go to church, sometimes I be stepping on your toes and you be feeling like minister Jamal, is he talking to me? No, that ain't me. That's God talking to you. He's trying to tell you something. Amen. He said, he said, he, he said, Jamal, Jamal got his own issues. I, I, I kicked Jamal butt before he got here. Now I'm about to whoop you. Jesus. Always. God going to give you a warning. Always. Just like you used to give your kids a warning. If you go outside, I'm going to get you. You touch that again, I'm going to get you. So we can't be upset when God <laughs> gets that switch and put it on us because <laughs> he gave us a warning. Now, whether you were paying attention or not, that is on you. But he always gives us a warning. He always sends us something. to Because remember, the Bible says it's not in his will to, to for anyone of us to perish. He, 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 he don't really want to whoop us, but he said, he said I, got it, I got to so I can keep you on the path of righteousness. And then the Bible also said, what, what it says, Sister Pat, the Bible says that God, all the people that God, and uh, uh, the folks that God construct, the folks that God give wisdom to, he loves. So if God, if God didn't love you, he wouldn't whoop you. As mama used to say, when she used to whoop us, I'm only doing this because I love you. Didn't seem like it at the time, but when you got older, you say, you know what? Those whoopings saved my life. And that's what God does when he, when he uh, 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 gives us wisdom in guidance. Uh, Mr. Daniel, we all know Daniel of the lion's den, but does anyone any got anything else? And did, and did, and did we, did we, did you know Daniel was considered a prophet? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. Yeah. 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 Cause, cause, cause sister Comac, a lot of times I'm with you. When I first studied it a while back, I didn't realize it because they don't talk about Daniel being a prophet. All they talk about is he and the lions then and, 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 and Simba and Mufasa don't eat them. <laughs> That's all they talk about. <laughs> That's all they talk about. They talk about he and the lions then and they don't like dark meat, so they don't eat them. That ain't cool. But he's a prophet. And not only was he a prophet, but Daniel was around. I don't know if y'all know this. You know, Daniel was 70 years old when they threw him in the lion's den. Mm-hmm. He was 70? old. Yes, he was in. He was 70. He was old. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. They yeah. threw. Yes. Now, do we remember why they threw him in the lion's den? Anybody remember why they put him in there? Because the, uh, the king in that area, I can't think of his name, sent out a decree. When you hear the horns and the whistles, whatever, you're supposed to bow down. Right. But Daniel, every day he would open his window to the east uh, somewhere and pray to God. Then his haters 
started seeing them, and so they told the king, now, you put this thing out that we're supposed to do this, and look at him. He all up there doing that. The woman in the lion's mm-hmm. den. Yep. So they threw him in the lion's den. Because, because his, his, his allegiance was to God yeah. instead of everybody mm-hmm. else. So now right. that's another question to ask yourself. <laughs> If, 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 if they tell you to stop praying at this time, are you going to keep praying or are you going to stop because that's what everybody else is doing? See, God, that's why mm-hmm. he said he, he has to separate the sheep from the goat because the sheep follow the shepherd. The goat do its own thing. So are you following the good shepherd or are you doing your own thing? Because if you do, if you following God every once in a while, you're going to end up in the lion's den. But you can be of good cheer because no weapon formed against you, including lion, will touch you right amen See? and then a lot of us we 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 get frustrated when we go through hell when we go through trials and tribulation and we blame the devil but i'm gonna keep telling y'all a lot of time god puts you in the lion's den just to see how faithful you're gonna be because everybody faithful on sunday hey amen glory oh i love the lord okay are you screaming and shouting when you're in the lions then no a lot of us crying a lot of us depressed get me out of here what did i do to do this i paid my tithes i'm in the choir god said what they got to do what they got to do with being in the lions see See, so God, God want to see who faithful. I remember, I remember when I was on the, when I was on the corner, when I was in the street, one of the things we would do is try to find out who really had our back and who was really faithful. But the only way to do that is to put them through some things. Amen. Cause that everybody faithful when everything is cool on the corner, but when things get hot, that's when you find out who going to run and who going to still be there with you in the end. And that's what God does. He put us through the lion's den to find out who going to continue to have the faith in him. Jesus. Yeah, come Amen. on. Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. That's why we go through the lion's den. A lot of the mm-hmm. things you went through got nothing to do with anything you did wrong. Remember, they said that to Job. They said, Job, you must have done something wrong. You lost your children. You ugly. Your wife don't want you. You're broke now. What did you do, Job? What did you do? Job said, I didn't do anything. God give it. God take it away. And Job didn't do anything. All he was doing was God was showing the devil that Job was faithful. And so we got to get to that point where we faithful. No no matter what we going through, that our trust and faith is in the Lord, not in our house, not in our bank account, not in our last name, not in our degree, not even in the church. Your faith and trust should be in God, no matter what the storm is. Amen. 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 And then guess what? If you don't pass the first test, guess what? He gives you another one mm-hmm. and another one and mm-hmm. another one. And another one. <laughs> See, God, God gives makeup tests. Like my Isha passed, passed her test the other day. She said I could have went off on that woman, but I didn't. I just, I, she, she turned it into a joke. Okay. She passed that mm-hmm. test. She won't have another one. Mm-hmm. You say, okay. I'm a, he, said she, he said she got it. Next. So mm-hmm. be, be, be careful when you are in the midst of tough situations. Don't blame the devil. Take it next time. Take a moment and say, hold on. Is this a test from the Lord? 
Okay, yes, this is it. All right, let me let me get my spirit right. Let me get my mind right I so I can have faith in him. Because remember, if you recognize it's a test from God, remember, weeping only endures for a night. Joy cometh in the morning. Yes, it does. Amen. I'm a past this. I'm a past this. Amen. Amen. Oh, um, our number three question. What is what 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 are the birth pains? What what's the birth pains that Jesus talking about? He he now he talking about birth. It, what is he talking about? Birth pain. We got a lot of mothers on here. Uh, uh, Y'all have experienced some birth pains. I thank God it was you and not me. What 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 is Jesus talking about? Birth pains. Earthquakes, famines, and wars. Okay. Earthquakes, famines, and wars. What is that? Does anyone know what what is he speaking about or speaking in regards to? Um, the day of his return. Time. The end times. They've been talking about the end times ever since I was a kid. <laughs> Amen. Amen. End time. It's almost over, little boy. It's almost over. Get yourself together. The end times. But 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 and see. Boy, he gave us some tough stuff. See, when a woman is pregnant, she knows from the calendar and the general time when the baby is due. Her body begins to send specific signals as the day approaches, and those signals are called labor pains. Right. Okay, she's screaming, ah, ooh, ah. Then she looking at you, say, you you put me in this condition. You did. You did this. Now you starting to feel bad. Like, man, dang, I should have. Uh. But the labor pains begin. They start off low, right, ladies? They start off low, low intensity mm -hmm. and low yep. frequency, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And sometimes they go for several days and then all of a sudden they'll stop, right? Tell me if I'm wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Jesus uses birth pains as an illustration of signs for his second coming. Right. Exactly. He's trying to let y'all know, mm -hmm. I'm getting ready to come back. And birth pains, let's see, they start slow and small. And, 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 and as, mom, as moms come down to the day of delivery, the pains come quick and intense. And so is it with the second coming of Jesus. And so he says, the first sign that Jesus mentioned of his coming will be people going around talking about they are the Messiah. Okay. That's going to be the Amen. first sign. When people going around talking about they are Jesus. They are the Messiah. Here I I'm here. And they probably going to have blonde hair and blue eyes. Might want to write that down. <laughs> Might want to write that down. Might want to write. I'm, I'm gonna say it again. There's gonna be some folks who are gonna come to pretend pretending to be Jesus. Uh, I believe they will have. They already they already created a picture of what Jesus looks like, even though that's not what he looks like. Blind hair and blue eyes. See, that's why my people, my, 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 my people of color, you got to know what thus says the Lord. You got to know the, your, your identity. You got to know who you belong to and who you are. Because the Bible said when Jesus come back, he said his people won't even know that they're his people. They said, who are you? You know, he look like Jesus. They said Jesus looked like this. And so 
These people that's going to pretend to be Jesus, it ain't going to be the crackhead in the crack house. It ain't going to be the pimp on the corner that that's, 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 that's pretending to, these, these, to be this. These, uh, these people are going to be people in high positions and high places. And these verses tells us that the people will be coming and will be convincing and will deceive many. So what, the, what Jesus is saying is there's going to be somebody, a lot of folks pretending to be me and a whole bunch of people who don't know better, going to follow them to a path of destruction. Uh -huh. Amen. How would he say? Oh, that's Jesus. I'm going to go with him. Uh -huh. Oh, that's Jesus. I'm going to go with him. Uh -huh. Oh, he said he's Jesus. I'm going to go with him. They doing the same thing now. That's why you got people in all these churches giving two, three, four, five thousand dollars to pastor's wife anniversary because they don't know who God is. Nah. OK, that's why you got these people doing all these other things. That's why the church is getting away with all the pimps in the pool pit, because no, no one truly knows who what thus says the Lord. And so people are being led astray. Now, the second sign Jesus mentioned is that you will hear wars and rumor of wars. So Jesus warns us that in these early stages, you will hear wars and rumor wars. So basically, you're going to hear people, you're going to hear, and not hear, you're going to see it on CNN, Fox News, all over. Hey, there's wars coming. Someone said this war is going to be started. Someone said this is war is going to happen. He said that's the second sign. You're going to hear rumors of wars and future wars. And then finally, he says, what Alana just says, Jesus warned us that in the early stages, you will see famines and earthquakes all over the world. Mm -hmm. The birth pains. So the first signs are not hard. They are not so frequent. They are not so intense. But one can even ignore them somewhat without being disrupted. It also seems like a natural, normal occurrence. But as time goes on, these occurrences increase and become more intense and they cannot be ignored. They hurt more. They affect more people. They become more frequent. So the signs of natural disasters and dissolutions in the earth are the beginning of sorrows. But as time goes on, they will occur more and more and more and more and become more furious and claim more lives of more people. So what he's saying is, yeah, you see an earthquake now. You saw what happened in Tampa Bay. You saw what happened in New Orleans. He said, yeah, okay, you might just blush it off. You might just think, oh, no, that always happened. But he said at some point, when you start seeing more and more and more, you better not brush it off. You better make sure your pants ain't behind your legs, and you better pull Ooh. them up, because I'm on my way. Amen. Jesus. Okay. You know, because remember, the Bible says in the end days, it's going to be like Noah's time. What happened in Noah's time? In Noah's time, they were just acting a fool. They didn't, they didn't understand the warnings, the red flags. They blew off everything that God was trying to show them and tell them. They was talking about Noah. Noah, you were drunk. You a fool. It's going to rain. We ain't never seen no rain. Hey, y'all, Noah drunk again. Anyhow, he up here building an ark. Ha, 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 ha. But then all of a sudden, it started to rain. <laughs> and then Noah had already shut the ark. Now everybody banging on the ark. Noah, let us in. Noah, let us in, please. 
please, Noah, let us in. But see, had they looked at the warnings and saw the warnings mm -hmm. that God had given them, they could have been on the boat too. So what God is saying is, don't you miss out on the train because when it leaves the station, it ain't coming back. Amen. Preach. Amen. Mm. Yep. Good. So a lot of us don't get caught with your pants down. Just because you 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 just used to seeing hearing Russia getting ready to do this and, and China's getting ready to do that. And there was another earthquake over here. No, Jesus said at some point that means that I'm getting ready to make my return. Mm -hmm. So what we see as signs are actual events that serve to bring about the second coming of Jesus. And now in Romans 8 and 21, Paul writes, because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Now, what is he talking about? Somebody should have wrote that scripture down. And in Romans 8 and 22, it says, for we know the whole creation grown of in pain together until now. So what Paul is saying is mother nature is the one that's having the pains. Right. Do y'all know who mother nature is? I know brother Addis do. Anybody know who mother nature is? Yeah, this thing that you call you 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 right. You this this thing that you call mother nature, this it, what what Paul is saying is the planet, the earth, mother nature, whatever you call it, she's groaning. That's why you see all this, all, all, all this, all this natural disaster. That's mother nature uh, dealing with her birth pains because of the curse of sin. She's sick. She's trying. <laughs> she don't want to be cursed no more is what Paul is saying. Amen. So uh, earthquakes and hurricanes and all those natural. See, your natural, your, 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 your birth pains are completely different, you know, than mother nature, mother nature going through some real stuff. So right. Paul is saying that when you see these things, recognize that mother nature is groaning because of man's sin and mother nature is waiting to be delivered from the curse. So mother nature is ready for Jesus to come to because she tired of the sickness and the poison that man has placed in her. Right. That's what she's saying. Because remember, when Jesus comes back, what he coming back to do? He's coming back to purify this place because it's dirty, it's filthy, it's ratchet, and it's trifling. It needs to be cleaned. And he said, I'm not going to use water this time. He's going to use fire because fire does mm -hmm. what? Purifies. Mm -hmm. Don't get quiet. Just say amen. He's okay. We, we, yeah. amen. Yeah, don't amen. get quiet. With you. I know it's a little deep. It's, you know, somebody's scared. Nah, that shit. What is he got? Stop. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> Lord, help mercy. Please let me be on the train. No, mm -hmm. that's all. That's all Paul is saying. You, you can read it. It's in Romans 8 21 and 22. He, all he's saying is Mother Nature is having her birth pains through earthquakes and hurricanes, whatever you want to see, because she's sick. Because of the poison that we put into this world. Right. And Jesus is coming back to clean it. And when he does, make sure your pants is pulled up. Now, is this troubling? Yes, it is. Scary. 
all that's going to be going on, all that darkness, all that, all that natural disaster. Yeah, it's scary. And as we mentioned, to live in the midst of these disturbances are not going to be present. But Jesus gives us a word of encouragement. He says in Matthew 24, Jesus said, see that ye not be troubled for all things must come to pass. Amen. Amen. Yes. Why? What a mother actually wants or desires, what mother actually wants or desires to bear pains of childbirth. They won't get you. I'm sure you want your son and daughter, but if you could skip out on the pain, you would definitely do so. Who wants to go through all of this? But the mother bears these sorrows because she knows that through the labor, her child will be born. And so we got to go through this because we know in the end, God is in control and he going to work it out. Amen. That's why I say that this walking journey is a walk of endurance. Cause you got to endure. That's basically what he's saying. He said, look here, all my people that's down here. I got all y'all in my hand. I know the hairs on your head, but in the end days, it's going to get hard. You better be resilient and you better have faith because you're going to have a hard time seeing how I'm in control. But just know that all the things that you deal with must come to pass for victory to manifest itself. Remember the Bible says in the end, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Man. He said he gonna work it out, but a lot of us we need to make sure we're paying attention. That's the worst thing when somebody tries to come pick you up, but you ain't paying attention because you're looking at something else, and they end up driving past you. You gotta call them on their phone. Where are you at? I was where you said you was gonna be. Oh, I didn't see you. Oh, I must have drove right past you. Where are you at now? Oh, I'm over here. Well, meet me over here now. Jesus said, don't go through that. Pay attention. Watch. See. So you can be ready for my return. Simple as that. He wants us to pay attention. But he also saying, hey, when all these things are going on, when you're seeing all these things, don't get afraid. Don't get depressed. Don't get anxiety. Know that I'm know that God is in control. Know that this is a part of God's plan. Even right now, what you're going through is a part of God's plan because God is in control. So you got to go through it to get to the other side. How can you be gold if you don't go through the fire? Amen. A lot of us are still bronze and a lot of us are still silver because we refuse to go through the fire. Don't you want to be what God created you to be? Yes. Then go through the fire. You're going to come out on the other side. Go through it. Go through it. Number four. What great prince will arise in the end times to protect God's Michael. people? Michael. Mm. Michael. Michael who? Archangel. Archangel. Michael, Michael Jackson. Uh, Michael Jordan. Great prince. Okay, I'm about to say I know I know Michael Jackson a bag mug, but I I don't I thought they called him the king of pop, not the great prince. <laughs> Michael the arch angel. Angel. Okay. Daniel twelve and one. Everybody, yep. I found it. It says Daniel twelve and one. The NIV version. It says, and at the time shall Michael stand up, the great prince, which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble, and such as never was since there was a nation, even 
to the same time. And even at that time, thy people shall be delivered. Everyone that shall be found written in the book. In the book of life. Amen. Amen. Okay. Thank you, so Michael, the Michael, the great uh, archangel will arise to protect God's people and everyone that's written in the book of life. So and Michael, the archangel is described in the Bible uh, in Daniel, Jude and Revelation as a warrior angel who engaged in spiritual combat. And the word archangel means angel of the highest rank. Amen. Hallelujah. Michael, Michael, a bad dude. That's a, that's yeah. that. Okay. Michael ain't nothing to play with. <laughs> you thought Michael Jordan was bad. You thought Michael Jackson was bad. I got, I got a Michael that can moonwalk and cut you up. Hey, come on. The Bible says, okay, because the Bible says he, him and his, him and his boys go fight the devil and his boys and they're going to kick the devil's butt. Or they call him the dragon in the Bible. So Michael is Michael will, Michael will rise up to protect us, to protect God's people. See, and, and, and most angels in the Bible are portrayed as messengers, but Michael is described as a warrior. Warrior. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, y'all be talking about well, who's my guardian angel? Your guardian angel is Michael. Now you know. All right. He didn't protect you a bunch of times. When you was drunk in that bar, he was there. Ooh. Amen. Passed out in that crack house about the OD. Michael was there. In that club and that bullet barely missed your head. That was Whoa. Michael. Yeah, Michael was there. Large angle. And then he gonna come back to protect you again in the end. Thank God for Michael, the archangel, the warrior angel. That's a blessing. So you got a warrior angel named Michael. He is the great prince. And now, what was that? Uh, number five is name the battle of the great day of the Lord. Armageddon. Armageddon. I like this. In the battle, Armageddon refers to the future battle between God and the forces of evil. <laughs> Thank you. Now, do you know? Do, do you know who the force of evil is? It it it, it, it will be the nations, uh, the on, nation of, yes. of the world. Yes, yes, yes. The nations of the world. Anybody who goes against what thus says the Lord, that's the forces of evil. All them pimps in the pool pit. Forces of evil. All them, uh, I hate to call, I, I ain't going to call them brothers out. All those folks in the government, senators and mayors and presidents and congressmen, anybody who goes against what thus says the Lord, they don't want, they are the forces of evil. And Jesus will lead his heavenly army to victory over God's enemies. Jesus ain't, come. see, when Jesus come back, he ain't coming back to show grace. He ain't coming back to shake hands. He coming back to whoop some and beat some up because he ain't, he ain't, he, he, ain't, he said last time y'all killed me. This time you don't got the chance. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Look, they scared. They shaking. Hey, he, he ain't never. Pre yes. That's what he said. Because if you remember correctly, in the first time he was here, he gave his life away. 
He cause he cause like he told him, he said, look here, if I wanted to, I could take all y'all out, but that's not my father's will. I'm gonna come on up on here and I'm gonna let y'all nail me in. Y'all can put this crown of thrones on my head. I'm gonna get back up on the third day. But when I come back this next time, oh, we gonna settle this score. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And so what happens is the nations don't want Jesus down here. Why? They said, hold on. They're going to say the reason they killed him the first time. They say he's trying to mess up our stuff. We got to kill him. Remember, the church killed him the first time. Y'all, it wasn't the pimps, wasn't the gangs, wasn't the blood, wasn't the crips. It was the church people, the religious people. They killed him. Pastor in them, first lady in them, bishop in them, deacon in them, ushers in them, choirs in them. They killed him the first time because they said he, he, he's messing up what we trying to do. We trying to steal from these people. We trying to pimp from these people. Here he is coming in here, kicking everybody's butt, whooping everybody, talking about we turned his father's house into a den of thieves. We going to kill this fool. So the second time, they're going to say the same thing. He's like, oh, he's trying to come back and set these certain people that look like him, he's trying to try to set them free. He's going to try to make them first and make us last. We got to kill him. Hmm. I wonder who's he talking about? Hmm. They look just like him. Just like him. And he's trying to beg, he's trying to, he's trying to give them victory. He's trying to put them in the front of the line. And we always used to be in the front of the line. We got to take him out. So that's why he brings his army this time. Cause he know, he ready to fight. And the battle of Aragrinan will bring human rulership to an end. So now you don't got to worry about who to vote for. If your vote got in there on time, if they took your voting rights away, or because you got a felony from 30 years ago, they're going to stop you from voting. If the, if the congressman you voted for going to do what you need to do, if they're going to help put money back into your community and your school. See, Jesus said, I'm going to take care of all of that the second time. Thank you, Jesus. See, all, all all that, all that uh, minority and majority and all that, uh, we, we run the city and all, <laughs> all of that. He said, no, my, my people will be elevated. He going to work it out. That's why he said the first will be last and the last shall be first. And then the word Armageddon occurs only once in the Bible, and that's in Revelation 16 and 16. And the battle of Armageddon. Yes, 16 and 16, only one time. And it will not be the end of our planet since the earth is mankind's eternal home. So that's another thing. So I know they be teaching us that uh, in the end days, uh, what's that? We're going to be flying around in the air and on our way to heaven. You already on heaven. You already on paradise. That's why he's coming to clean it up. So you ain't going to be flying nowhere. He, you are here. You Amen. have what they say, heaven on earth, you are here. So Jesus, and rather destroying humanity, Armageddon actually saves it. Because if we continue, and you can testify to this, if we continue to let the world live the way it is, how much longer do you think we're going to be able to make this work? Very long. 
not very long. They got commercials all the time talking about how uh, 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 what, what, what they call it. The planet is, is, is overheating over over this, over that, how water is not as good as it used to be, how the soil is not as good as it used to be. They, they talk about that all the time. Climate change. Climate change. That's what it is. Yeah, OK, so you got climate yeah. change. You got this generation ain't too smooth from what I'm sitting back and watching. You got a lot more selfishness. People, people are struggling to feed their families. People, I mean, people got to work. People in their 60s and 70s are working still. The thing, I mean, the world is just in a different, different place. People are getting more greedy. Look at gas. Gas is still almost $5. I mean, look, chicken is now almost $20 at Walmart. Look at everything. Prices are going up and up and up. But the work wage is still the same. The same, the same. People are just struggling just to pay rent, pay the lights, and put food on their family's table. You got you, suicide. Suicide has went up. People just, just, I can't do it no more. They just giving up and hurting themselves. How much longer you think we gonna be able to? I mean, people think people then got more evil, more selfish. Even the people with your last name, with your same bloodline, who you invite over for Christmas dinner and Thanksgiving, even they didn't switched on you a little bit. Mm. <sighs> Not the way children in their relationship with their parents are worse as it's ever been. But that's what the Bible said. The Bible said in the end, it'll be mothers against daughters and fathers against sons. So you see the world is a very unique place. It's not the way it used to be when granny and them and mama and them and daddy and them were being raised. And so the Armageddon saves us from ourselves. See, that's what God is trying to do. How, how many times have God saved you from you? He didn't have to save you from the man with the gun on the corner because he, he, he wasn't your worst enemy. You were. Amen. Amen. And so God has said, I have to send my son to save my people from themselves because they're going to they're going to they're going to mess up what I created. They're going to mess it up. So he's going to fix it. So that's what we're doing. And then finally, what we hear here, when will the son of man return? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody Keep you on your phone. The Bible says in Matthew 24 and 36, it says, Jesus said concerning the day and hour, nobody knows, neither the angels of the heavens nor the sun, but only the father. But of the day and the hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels or, 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 or only the father. But as the days of Noah's were, so shall also be the coming of the son of man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking. Now listen to that. Jesus is telling, he said, now in the days of Noah, yep. they were eating before the flood. He said they were eating, drinking, marrying, giving into marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. Now, did you hear what he yep. said? He said they were just partying, having a yep. good time, oh, keeping it real. What they, what, what's yep. that stuff? Dropping it like it's hot. They was making it clap before y'all even knew what making it clap was. He well, said, but then all of a sudden it started to rain, rain. and everybody, mm -hmm. everybody pulled up their pants and stopped dancing, but it was too late. It was too late. And mm -hmm. verse 39 says, and 
knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so mm -hmm. shall also be the coming of man. So what God is saying again, you better keep your pants up because you don't know when I'm coming back. Amen. Plain and simple. He said, because in Noah's days, they didn't know. All they did, all he said, they were still getting drunk. They was getting high. They were doing everything. But then when the rain, they said, oh, 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 but it was too late. Verse 40 says, and then shall two be in the field and one be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken and the other left. I like this one. Verse 42 says, watch, therefore, for ye not know what hour the Lord doeth come. Watch, watch. Pay attention, focus. But if you so caught up and what your problems is, if you so caught up and what you got going on, if you so caught up about your issues and struggles, how are you going to see when Jesus come? Amen. Some of us caught up trying to not be single no more. Some of us caught up trying to get that promotion. Some of us Ooh. caught up trying to lose weight. Well, I, I got to get my summer body. We got a long way. Some of us yeah. caught up in this, in that, in that, in this. In summer body. <laughs> See? Jesus. Some of us caught up right now. Do I got enough turkey? Do I got enough uh, yams? Do I got enough macaroni? Do I got enough greens? <laughs> Do I got enough pie? Do I got enough pound cake? Well, you know what? You might not even need any of that because Jesus might be knocking at your door. Amen. 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 Well, my fried chicken, do we got enough this? What are you going to cook? Oh, you going to cook that? I'm going to cook this. Who house we going to have it over? You got enough pop? You know we need this. Oh, yeah. Okay. Amen. Amen. Get caught up in all of that. And then you miss out on what God is trying to show you because you too busy overeating and not focusing on what thus not looking at the hills from which cometh your help. Look at the hill. He, he, he says, pay attention to me. Watch. I'm trying to Amen. show y'all stuff. I want to make sure you don't miss out on my. Do you know that there's a blessing you can miss out on because you focus on the turkey? <laughs> don't that sound, that sound dumb man. don't that sound crazy that sound crazy I might miss out on my blessing miss out on my miracle miss out on my breakthrough my deliverance because of some dang turkey <laughs> you better make sure you got enough cranberry sauce <laughs> okay oh Jesus so he said watch <laughs> Watch, he said, but know this, that if the good man of the house know in which the thief would come, he would have watched. He would not have suffered his house to be broken. Therefore, also be ready for such an hour as ye think the son of man coming. So what God, what, what, what Jesus is saying is if the man knew when the thief was coming, he would have been sitting there waiting on him. But, but, but because he didn't know when he was coming, he got robbed because he wasn't watching. Watch, Man. watch, watch. Don't, 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 don't miss out on what God has. I'm not even talking about the second coming, but uh, there's other things that God has other blessings for you that you can miss out on because you too busy worried about cranberry sauce and, and, and God. <laughs> watch. Oh, watch. Jesus. <laughs> Let me cut. Watch. 
A lot of us, a lot, a lot of us like Peter. We didn't take our eyes off of Jesus because we trying to find the cranberry sauce. Now we're drowning. <laughs> Come on, oh, Lord. That's just come on, come on, come on, people with God. Come on, watch. Some of y'all already overwhelmed. What am I gonna buy him or her for Christmas? Stop Jesus. it! Stop it! Jesus. Let God handle that. Let God show the way. Let God mm. make the way. You got yourself stressed out about something that God may not. God may not even. He may provide the gift for you if you just watch. Amen. Mm. Amen. So just watch. Watch. Don't get caught off guard. And again, remember what the Bible says. The devil is looking for who he may devour. Do you know how he devours us? Because we're too busy eating turkey and cranberries and sauce. That's how. We ain't paying attention. He caught us off guard. Watch. Amen. So we're going to, we going we, that is your Bible study tonight. Uh, we got to thank, thank our brother. Uh, Alana's debonair brother. He took some time out to come up with these hard questions for us. Uh, my brother, thank you. But you put him to work. Your, your sister, but she's just yelling him out. Ain't she? she ain't even waiting for nobody. Uh, Armageddon! She is, she, is, <laughs> she is on it. She is on it. Amen. 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 My brother, we appreciate you, sir. Thank you. Um, does anyone have? Thank God. Thank you. Yes, we 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 give him praise because this 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 is actually a very deep Bible study lesson when it talks about the end of the Bible because we normally don't talk about that. All we talk about is what Joel Osteen said: everything is going to be all right. But it, with every story, it always comes to the end. Amen. It always, even even the three little pigs had the end. Okay. Do we have any questions, comments, concerns? with Armageddon or with the return of Jesus or so on and so forth or any opinions, the floor is yours. Um, when, when I was going over these questions and stuff and I was studying it and, uh, and then I seen a question that was asked, are there still prophets today? And I remember that you talked about that just what last week that how you know these apostles and the bishops and uh, and uh, and and uh, prophetess and prophets how they claim that they are but then like how you said that it wasn't in it anymore and um it says that there are proclaimed prophets around the world today but are they truly appointed by god like the major prophets was back in the day and so it says that you need to be careful of these people uh, and uh, what they're teaching you as well, because it's not true. Because that was way back in the day, just like how you told us back back in what God's time that there was the prophets that you know that it ain't no more now. But everybody is still claiming that they are well uh, today. And then so I was like, wow, that's just what Pastor told us, and it's telling you here that they're so called proclaimed prophets around the world today but Preach. there is none there is none there is no need to there's no need to prophesy your bible exactly. is what the prophesy is the prophecy right there is the bible right what you need yeah. what else do you need to do? he he just told you what's gonna happen how it's gonna happen and be careful and be ready when it for when it does happen there's nothing for you to prophesy about now god may give us visions God may give, see, Sister Comac, God may give me a message to give you, but that don't make me a prophet. That just makes me a vessel. 
Right, being obedient. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So Sister Carmack, the last known prophet was the prophet Noble Drew Ali, and he transcended in 1928. There has not been a prophet anointed by the most high since. No more. No more prophets. There is no need for none. There's no need for no apostles. We don't need any of that. They, the prophets did their jobs. Only thing God needs is evangelists, preachers, and teachers, and willing servants. Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. So all these people, that's why you got to be careful. People talking about God told me to tell you you're going to get a million dollars if you give me 20. No. Yeah. <laughs> and you need to also question these people. What God are you? What, what God are you talking about? Because not everybody mm-hmm. talking to your God. Right. So, yeah, we have to be very careful. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. it's, 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 and, 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 and because you're in the end times, y'all, you're going to see a lot of that. So, don't, you know, don't get offended. I know we've been to a couple places where they were talking about they prophets and prophetees and prophetess and prophetess. You just you sit in there and you look and you say, Father, thank you for making this picture plain and clear. Because a lot of people, they may not be doing it to be evil. They may be doing it because they don't know no better. Ignorance is bliss. But if I may add, uh, Pastor Jamal, it also tells us in those same uh, scriptures that that uh, many would turn away from the faith because of the false prophets going about mm-hmm. saying things that aren't accurate to God's word yeah. uh, in, in, in scripture. So we, we definitely have to be careful, yep. you know, too, because I used to watch TBN all the time and until, until I start, you know, hearing like a Benny Hinn uh, saying things, if you just give $500, you'll be healed. Oh, so I would question it and say, what if I don't? Because there's times where I haven't given and, and, and I was healed. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it came to the conclusion where I had to, you're right, I had to ask myself questions. And I don't really watch TBN no more. That's just an example. And I'm very much led by the Holy Spirit of who to listen to, what not to listen to. Uh, so you, you, you're very much right. Amen. See? And that, and that yeah. scripture, and I'm glad you brought that scripture up, too, because that's what that's what it said. Said people will stop going to church because they tired of being lied to. Oh, yes, sir. They tired of being lied. At least when you on the corner with the pimp, he going to keep it 100 with you. He going to let you know what your cut is and what is not. But you figure when you go to church, you in the place of holiness and truth. But they lying to me worse than the man on the corner. I'm not coming here no more. I'm out. And that's why if you want to know why the church doesn't have as many people in there anymore, that's why. People tired of being church hurt, lied to. People didn't get a rent money and still waiting on that blessing that pastor said I was going to get from God. That's not good. That's not good. We got any more questions? Thank you, Sister Coleman. Any more questions, comments? Sister Lana, you good, baby? You did a marvelous job. You got anything for us? No, I'm good. You good? You good, sister Pat? You got anything for sweetheart? Uh, I just have one thing to say that um, I think it was Paul. He said um, we all can prophesy, but he didn't say we was all prophets. Amen. We all have That's the spirit to prophesy, and all that means is if Lord sees something through your discerning, you can speak it to each other or whatever. But uh, that that you know, and then in Revelations, Revelations uh, nineteen. I mean, wait a minute, nineteen and ten. Um, 
somebody went to Paul, angel, somebody, and Paul told him, don't worship me, worship God. He said, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. He didn't say it was the spirit of the prophet, though. So I think they're mixing all this up, you know. To me, prophecy, to have that spirit. We all can speak a word in each other's life. Even, you know, we ain't got to say, thus says the Lord. I said, just speak love. (laughs) God bless you. That's speaking a word into their life. Speaking a word into their destiny, to their purpose. Mm -hmm. But but then they say, we have the spirit of a prophet. So like for that, I said that that prophet, you know, that was back then. We living in, and plus we're under grace anyway. Yeah, and and, right. and prophecy is just a gifting, just a gifting, just a gift. But a prophet, right. I don't know where he come from. Man right. made. It's just a <laughs> gift. Yes, yes, it is. It's just man made. You because you mm. got people, and that's why you got those folks who could call themselves psychics. See, so mm-hmm. you have to be very careful with yeah, who you give thing. yourself. Right, it's mm-hmm. same thing. So you got because because even in the witchcraft. Bible there was a psychic, and I believe didn't she get condemned? They was they they they, they were mad at her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she was using the guy, she was using the gift that God gave her for the wrong reasons, and that's so right. God took it away. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, let that you know that's a warning for all. We got to be careful. So, uh, Maisha, you on here, babe? You got any questions? We talked about the revelation. Woo, that was scary. Some of y'all going to have some bad dreams yeah. tonight. Okay. <laughs> They're going to be scared as hell. They're going to wake up. Oh, 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 oh my God. Oh, 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 oh. No, oh, Pastor said, oh, Pastor said he on his way. That's the spirit of fear. Yeah. Uh-huh. Y'all bet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, they shaking since the back. We ain't never talked about Revelation before. We ain't as they, they, they like, oh, Lord, all this going down? It's going down. So, okay, well, I guess we good then if nobody else have any questions. Um, we, You know what? I think we're going to let my brother go ahead and pick our, our, our Bible stuff for next week, too.